0: Thank you for listening to the Soul City Church podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram at Soul City Church. For more information, visit us on our website, soulcitychurch.com. How cute was that? that was cute. So, so adorable. Well, Mary. Christmas, Merry Soul Christmas, City. Everybody. It is so good, good to be together. My name is Jeannie Stevens. And
1: I'm Jarrett Stevens.
0: And we are the co lead pastors here at Soul City Church. And we're just so grateful that we get to spend a portion of your Christmas with you. And to those of you here at our West Loop Church, welcome. Mm. And those of you worshiping with us online or maybe listening to this later, we are so, so glad that we get to be a part of your Christmas. And if you are online, Why don't you throw your favorite Christmas emoji in the chat and let us know where you are watching from. And we have much to celebrate this year, don't we? Uh, Last year, as we all know, was uh, just a little different. And, you know, this year, still a little different, right? But but kind of the same. (laughs)
1: Still kind of the same. It's it's a little different,
0: but Mm -hmm. we are grateful that we're actually together. Uh, and that we get to join with one another to celebrate this extraordinary story of Christmas.
1: Yeah, and this story got more extraordinary based on the video that we just watched. There was a lot of details I did not know. Did you learn something from that video? This is true. There's a lot of things in that video that I I learned. I mean, what did you learn?
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that the angel was a boy. Uh, Good to know. And that's that's
1: settled theology because of rock, paper, scissors now, so that's established. (laughs) I also didn't know that the wise men uh, brought a nice Cajun rub. I thought that's a that's a gift that keeps giving. I don't know that that's in the Bible, but it should be. I think it's one of those kind of things. You know, um, I think like with the kids in that video, all of us are probably somewhat familiar with the Christmas story, right? We probably, no matter how sort of religious you might consider yourself, we're all somewhat familiar with the story. We know the highlights of it that we come around to each and every year. We know that there was an angel, right? There was a couple named Mary and Joseph who had a baby. There was animals hanging out in the delivery room, which is gross. Uh, There was some wise men that eventually came, and there may or may not have been a little drummer boy, you know, which, again, not (laughs) ideal for a delivery scenario to have drums involved. But we know the highlights of the story, at least.
0: That's right. And some of the reasons why we are somewhat familiar with the Christmas story is because you maybe had one of these uh, growing up, uh, or maybe you still do. How many of you had a nativity scene, or you still have a nativity scene in your home? Yeah, so... so many of us here. And and this is the actual nativity scene uh, that we put up in our home every single year. And it's really sentimental to me because it was my dad's nativity scene when he was a little boy. Uh, So it's really meaningful that we have it. Uh, But the reality is that uh, it has had a rough journey (laughs) over the years. A few of the characters um, have have had some trials and tribulations. Uh, like, Like this guy. Over here, this um, shepherd—he—he um, he actually had some deconstructive surgery. Yeah. He lost his nose along the way. It's like he got into um, a street
1: fight on the way to the manger. Yeah, this so a little rough. Uh,
0: one of the sheep uh, is has really been struggling. He's it was—it was quite look, a journey for him from he's the hurting. field to the manger. And—and uh, and this this poor cow back here, we, we oh, lean yeah. him in the back. Uh, yeah. Oh, whoops. oh uh, over Jesus. Yeah, the baby Jesus just went down. Uh, yeah, he he lost two legs. Uh, we don't don't totally know how, but, yeah, we just kind of lean him back here so uh, he doesn't have to be embarrassed about that. You, so, know, what, yeah. uh,
1: you know what that makes him, Jean?
0: What does that make him? Lean beef. <laughs> yep.
1: Phil, tell them that's a good joke. Tell them. Lean beef. Lean. The joke writes itself. Yes. It's a cow that has two legs they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. Yeah. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. I hope you get coal in your stocking for Christmas anyway. <laughs> All right, listen, listen, yeah. listen. That that it, it is easy to turn this story no matter how beat up the nativity scene is, it's easy to turn this story into kind of almost like a fairy tale, right? Cuz we're kind of like familiar with it enough that we can kind of think of it in those terms. But the truth is there's so much there's so much more to the story than than what we even may realize. There's so much going on for each and every person that found themselves in that Christmas story. You know, their, their stories, the story that we know today was not the story they thought their life was, was actually going to be or what they would have even chosen. Like Mary probably would not have had it on her to-do list to give birth to the Son of God. Probably was not on her life goals, right? Joseph probably did not imagine that his firstborn would actually not be his own. Shepherds did not set out that night to be interrupted by an angel in the middle of the night and then be asked to go follow a star to be the first guest at little baby Jesus' birthday barn bash. Like they, they just didn't have that in their plans. None of them could have or, or maybe even would have chosen their stories to go that way. They had their plans and then God interrupted their plans like he so often does. And he had prepared for them something far greater than the plans that they had.
0: Yeah, which in so many ways, it's probably true for you as much as it's true for me. Uh, You know, you think about how many parts of your story right now are not something that you necessarily would have chosen, like maybe even the last two years, right? Look at 2020 and 2021. Did any of us plan for any of that? And so the question that we wanna wrestle with for just a moment tonight is, is what do you do when your plans aren't a part of what God prepared? Mm. You know, like what do you do in your life when your plans, the things that you hope are going to happen, the things that you're dreaming are going to happen, the things that you really want to happen, what do you do when your plans aren't a part of what God prepared? And I wonder, could it be that just like there was more going on in that very first Christmas story, maybe there's more going on in your story this Christmas? Like, just like there is so much more to this story, I believe there's more to your story. I believe there's more to your story because with God, there is always more to the story. In fact, we can see that in the Christmas story. In fact, for just a moment, I want to look at Luke 2 uh, and get a glimpse of just how much more was going on for everyone in the story. Starting at Luke 2.8, it says this, That night in a field near Bethlehem, shepherds were watching over their flocks. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God. And the shepherds, they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone, everywhere. For today in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. Now there is so much more going on in this story. There is so much more than just a, a sweet silent night, right? I mean, there is more than just an absent sky. There is actually an angel that appears. There's more than a manger because then there was a Messiah. There's more than a baby being born. There was actually a promise, and it was more than a promise just for them. It was actually a promise for everyone everywhere. And I love that it was more than just a, a little baby reception. there was actually a rescuer that was born god 's rescuer for you and for me and this helpless baby was actually the rescuer for a helpless humanity. Hmm. a rescuer for you and a rescuer for me
1: yeah i love the, I love that idea that there's always so much more to the story there 's more than we see at first glance there 's more than just what we kind of See on the surface. And my hunch is, you know, that there's so much more to your story, right? There's, there's more that people don't see. There's so much more going on. Like everyone looks so great tonight, but we all know there's probably more than people in here might even know about your story. And at the same time, there's more than even you can see that's actually going on mm. in your story. So much more than just what's in front of you. And it kind of makes me think of this every time I get one of those um, family Christmas cards. Has anyone received any family Christmas cards so far this year? Yeah, you'll be getting a lot over the next two days as people try and, and then some the week after. Uh, But you know, like when you get the Christmas cards, maybe you did one this year, like everyone looks so good in the picture, right? Like their hair's all combed right. They got matching outfits on. Maybe they're all wearing white and they're at the beach and you're wondering, you're like, why didn't we do that at the beach? And you're kind of like looking at, you know, though, when you look at that picture, there's probably a story, before, like everything wasn't perfect before this picture was taken. There's probably a fight that happened. There's probably a fight over the outfits that happened. Like not everyone agreed to stand where they were going to stand. Like there's always a story right behind every picture. And so I actually thought, you know, be, it's good to like be reminded of that, that there's more than just what we see on the surface. So I brought a couple uh, family Christmas cards. These are actual family Christmas cards that actual people had an actual photographer take that they then sent out to their actual family and friends. So I want you to just look at these pictures just for a second and see, I wonder if there's more going on than what we see in the picture. Let's take a look at the the first one here. Let's just see if there might be, okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, that's a little weird. (laughs) There's probably more going on here. I mean, I get that God spelled backwards his dog, but I think they took it a little. I think they might have (laughs) taken That dog does not look cool with this picture. I do not think he signed up. All right, next one, Real, real quick. I want you to look at this. Huh. They chose that. Or rather, I want you to look at that picture. Who do you think made them choose that? I'm going to go on a limb and say it's not the kids. I'm going to say that. Uh, One last one here real quick. This is an actual family Christmas photo. And look, I mean, I guess, you know, it can't really be called a cone of shame if everyone's all doing it at the same time. That was their Christmas photo, right? There's a story. There's obviously something going on behind the surface there. We all know that's true of our lives. We know that when we look at the lives of of others. And so we're not off the hook. Our family does a family Christmas photo every year. And so I brought the one from last year. So this would have been 2020's family Christmas photo. And I thought I'd share it with you guys right now. And again, look, everything looks great, right? Isn't that a nice picture? Nice, looking family, right? Everyone's smiling, Linkin Park, everything is great. And, and, and it is. And yet what we couldn't see when we took that photo just over a year ago, what we, what we couldn't tell was there was so much more that we had planned for our lives uh, but God had prepared us for, for so much more. There was so much more beyond what we could even see in that moment when we took this photo. When we took that photo, we had no idea how uh, significant a year of transitions it would be for our family. As our kids switched to new schools and had to make new friends, and as our family moved three times in one calendar year, as we tried to get to our finally finished house that we were building, as, you know a lot, a lot of changes in our family what we couldn't tell when we took this picture, what we was not in my plans, at least, was that just, it was just three weeks after this picture was taken, that my dad would pass suddenly. And that would be just six months after, like just before this picture, my brother Scott had passed. And that's not, that was not in my plans. That's not what I had in mind. We had, no, we had no idea when this picture was taken that we would be walking through a year of not only transitions for our family, but so many people that we love and care about would move or Relationships dynamics would change as so many of ours in our lives had. We just none of that was in our plans. We could not see it from that moment. All that was to come, and so I also I also brought this year's picture. And so I want to throw up. This is just from a couple of weeks ago. Our family took this picture, and what we what we couldn't see last year that I that I can see now. The more to our story was that God had so much more in store for our family than I could have ever even imagined. He had so much more in store. I couldn't see it last year, but now I can. I, I had no idea how much healing God had for me, how much healing I needed in my heart in my life. I, I had no idea of all the ways that God would provide for our family. God would protect our family. No idea how all those transitions and, and moves that we had to do would actually draw our family closer together through all those changes. I had no idea all of the unique and very unexpected ways that God would not only hold this church together, but move this church forward through one of the most challenging leadership seasons in my lifetime. Listen, there's always more to the story, hmm. always more than you can see right now here today. Always more for your story. God always has more in store than anything you could ever see on the surface.
0: And that is the power of the Christmas story. It's that what we see in that first Christmas and, and what you can experience this Christmas is that God has more for you than just what's in front of you. Yeah. God always has more for you than just what's in front of you. And I don't know what's in front of you this Christmas. I don't know the whole of your story. I'm not sure what, what you're facing in this now moment And I know that some of you, you may be walking into this Christmas having lost someone that you love. And and your heart feels so tender. You may be walking into this Christmas and and you're facing a financial struggle like never before. You may be in a marriage and, and that... Marriage, that relationship, it it feels rocky, and it feels difficult, and it it feels like it's even unraveling before your eyes. Or or for some, you're here, and and you were wishing. You're wishing so desperately that you were in a relationship. And and you're wondering, when is it going to be your turn? When are you going to find that someone? Someone? There may be some really challenging family drama that you're walking through or you're aware of just a significant trauma that's come to the surface in your life. I know that there may be some here or maybe even those watching online right now. And if you were to be really honest, you're walking into this Christmas and you're really questioning your faith. And it's been a long time since you have felt close to God. And maybe it's not even just questioning your faith or or questioning God. Maybe it's it's even <laughs> this, church. Mm. Like, wh- where does this all fit in my life? And I don't know, do I want this to be a part of my life? Do I not want this to be a part of my life? Um, and if you were to be really honest, you're walking into Christmas thinking, I-, I wanted to celebrate Christmas and I wanted to come to church for Christmas, but I'm not sure where God and faith and church, it- where it fits And there are those things that are are part of our story. And and oftentimes they feel like they're right here in front of us. I just want to let you know that the good news of Christmas is that those things that that you are facing, they aren't all of your story. You see, it's so easy to just see what's in front of you, but God always has more for you. And he has more for you this Christmas you know, when our, our kids were old enough to start setting up the nativity scene in our house, uh, Gigi, our, our youngest, she was really excited to set it up. And, and I'll never forget uh, the very first Christmas uh, that she was old enough to set it up. And she got all the characters out in the manger. And, you know, she started putting all of the different people, you know, where she wanted wanted them. And, and I remember she kind of like huddled everybody up right up to the front of the manger. So like they they were all just kind of in a close huddle and and, and in. And and I remember I came down later and I saw like, oh, this is so cute. Like, you know, they're all looking in. And and, and I remember thinking, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm going to reposition this for her so it looks (laughs) appropriate, right? And I turned all the characters and had them then face out and appear more presentable. And the next day, uh, Gigi came down, and she said, Mom, why did you move all the people? If they're looking out, they're not going to be able to see Jesus. Come on. And poor girl, she has two parents that are pastors, so, Sorry, you know, of course. <laughs> of course, she gave me the very best Christmas message I had ever heard. You know, so often... So often we move our focus on all that is going on around us. We, we only see the, the circumstances that are right in front of us, and we miss what God is doing in us. Yeah. And God always sees more than we see, and God yeah, always has more much. than yeah, what's good. in front of us. Good. And what was true at that first Christmas is still true today. No one saw what God was doing, but that doesn't mean that God wasn't moving. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right.
0: And I believe that there is someone here today. There's someone here today and you are not just checking the box of your Christmas service. You're not just doing the thing that, you know, you think is the right thing to do. You're here because God wants to remind you so clearly that just because you can't see what God is doing, it doesn't mean that God's not moving and there's someone here, or there's maybe somebody online and, and I just want to say that specifically to you. And I don't know what you're facing and I don't, I don't know what you're walking through, but it feels heavy and hard and challenging and difficult. And I just want to say to you that just because you can't see what God is doing right now, it doesn't mean that God's not moving in your life. And I wonder, are you looking everywhere but the manger? Mm. Because friends, there is more in the manger. Yeah. There's more in the manger because he is still moving and he is still the rescuer and he has more joy for you and more peace and more hope and yeah. more healing. And he still has more wisdom to yeah. give and more forgiveness. And he is still the rescuer. He was the rescuer 2,000 years ago, and he is still the rescuer today. Yeah. And he can rescue you from your story wherever it is at, and he can give you new life. Yeah. But you have to be willing to look at him, to see that there is more in the manger.
1: Yeah, and that really, I think that really is the invitation of Christmas, isn't it? It's to just see that there is more. There's always more, always more than what you can see. Obviously, i always more than what others see, but more than you can even see. And the invitation really is of Christmas, like those first characters that we now are so familiar with in the story, they just simply had to say yes, that was it. They just had to say yes. They didn't understand it all. Couldn't see how God was moving, but didn't mean it wasn't moving, and they just said, yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. And that really is, that, that's it. That's the invitation of Christmas. It's just, it's to just simply say yes to God, yes to the, 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 the more that he has in store for you this Christmas, to say yes to that, that, that rescue that Jeannie talked about a second ago that he offers you through his son, Jesus. Listen, this is what's at the heart of Christmas is simply this, is that, that God gave you, he gave you and me, he gave us his very best so that you could just give him your yes. Yeah. He gave you his very, very best in his son Jesus so that you could simply just Give him your yes. That's all he's asking for, is that you would say yes yeah. to him. The greatest gift God could give his son, the greatest gift mm-hmm. you can give, your yes. To simply say yes to Jesus this, this Christmas, to say yes to the, to the life that he offers, to say yes to the peace that he promises, to say yes to the hope that he has for you, the hope that he has yeah. for you, to say yes to the more that, that he has in store for each and every one of us to say yes to the forgiveness, to the freedom that he so freely offers and gives, to say yes to the son that he gave, who gave his life so that he could give you new life. And all he's asking, would you just say yes? Here's the like, most incredible thing about God. He won't make you. He's not gonna pressure you. It's your yes. And that's the invitation of Christmas. Would you just, would you just say yes? And we don't want this moment to pass because it's so easy for Christmas to just kind of race on by us, isn't it? We just want to stop and give anyone and everyone here in this room and online as well the opportunity to just simply say yes. And maybe for you, your yes is is more like a yes again because maybe at some point in your life, you said yes, maybe when you were a kid or some younger or earlier season in your life, you said yes to God and then, you know, life happened. Life happened. And you lost touch with God. You lost your way. You got disconnected from God. And so maybe for you, your yes this Christmas is a yes again. I want to say yes to you again, Jesus. And know that he welcomes you back home. He's waiting for you. Or maybe for you, this would be the first time you've ever really said yes to God. And you've got all kinds of questions and you, you don't have it all figured out. But you, you know this, that God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And he's already given you his very best. And so maybe it's just the first time you've ever said okay. I say, yes, I actually want the life that you say can be mine through Jesus, that new life in him, through the birth and and through the life and and ultimately through the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Listen, whatever is in front of you this Christmas, whatever's in front of you, we all got all kinds of things, as Jeannie mentioned, in front of us. Whatever's in front of you, whatever it is you're going through, God has so much more in store for you. And if you want to receive that gift of life through Jesus this Christmas, then we just wanna give you a chance to do so. We just don't want you to miss it. And so what I'm gonna do here in a second is I'm gonna pray, and you can just, if you wanna say yes or yes again, you can just follow along in this prayer in your own words, from your own heart. Uh, and, and we're gonna take a posture of prayer that we take around here, and the way that we do that is, is we like to open our hands up. Maybe you noticed some people doing that earlier. And, and maybe you were taught as a kid or you were taught in church you're supposed to fold your hands when you pray. We say this all the time. That's not in the Bible. That's just so you don't poke the people next to you. So we just think... We just think this is a better posture, right? Just open hands. If you'd be willing, would you open your hands right now? You just place them in your lap, open your hands. And then would you take a second, would you, would you actually close your eyes? I know parents, you're kind of on duty right now, but as best you can, would you close your eyes and just reflect for a second on your story, where it finds you right now? And all the things you couldn't have seen a year ago and all the things you can't see from this moment forward would you just reflect on the fact that that there is a God who has not given up on you, who loves you, who's given you his very best through his son, Jesus. And that you have an opportunity right now to just say, yes, I want that life that he came to give. And so again, in your own words, from your own heart, maybe you can just repeat this prayer on your own. And it's just a real simple prayer. It's just this, Jesus, I say yes to you. Or Jesus, I'm saying yes again to you. I confess that I've made a mess of my life. I need a rescuer. I need a healer. I need hope. I need you. And so, Jesus, will you give me the life that you came to give? And will you help me live it with you, for you, knowing that you are in me Thank you, Jesus, that you came for me. And today, I say yes to you. And Jesus, we thank you for for that fact that you came. You didn't have to, but you did. You came to be with us. You came to be one of us, to live your life amongst us, to give your life for us, so that we could actually have an experience in this life, the life you promised us. And so I pray that for each and every person here and I pray that for each and every person joining us online that this Christmas would be different. That you would experience that hope, that peace, that joy, that love that you have for us. And that this Christmas would not only be different but our lives would be different and changed because of you. Jesus, thank you that because of you we have hope. The world may be falling apart around us. Everything in front of us may not be at all what we would have chosen but we can cling to the hope we have in you the hope for each and every one of us through your son Jesus and it's in his name that we pray, amen.